Well, good afternoon, and welcome to yet another episode of Barely Adequate with Colin and Jay. I'm Jay. That's Colin over there. I made it. I lived through my first hurricane. <laughs> yeah, I imagine you've got a couple stories to tell. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, the one big one, um, Hurricane Fiona came and kicked my province's ass. That province yeah. being Nova Scotia. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I was I was wondering about that because you know, obviously how close you are to the coast is going to make a big difference on your experience with that. Uh, so what happened? Well, specifically, I'm on Cape Breton Island in Nova Scotia, which is the most eastern part of Nova mm. Scotia. And yeah, Fiona just landed right on us, and uh, I describe her as a very mean drunk, and I will not invite her over anymore. Um, <laughs> I, I was very lucky where I'm at. I'm in a town called Port Hawkesbury, and my mom and my aunt, they're in another rural town, um, Orangedale, which is even more rural than I am. And uh, we were in this kind of pocket. Um, we got very lucky. I didn't even actually get any flooding, um, and I never lost power. <clears throat> I lost internet for a couple of days, but all things considered, that was fine. And uh, my mom had just lost power for about 12 hours which was really good. Um, but a good, probably about, well, it was near half a million uh, power customers lost power. So we had half a million people without power in Nova Scotia. Uh, the crews are doing great now that Fiona's gone. So uh, we've had crews were sent in from other provinces to come and help out and all that stuff. So power is being restored, but it's going to take a while. Um, so that was crazy. Um, then Prince Edward Island, which is another province, it's a very tiny island. Um, at one point they had 95% of their population without power. And mm. then La Newfoundland and Labrador, they got rocked as well because they're a bit, they're East coast as well, but they're a bit further North than Nova Scotia, just slightly. Right, right. So it hit us first and then it hit those two. And uh, PEI, Prince Edward Island, is basically just kind of above us. And so they absolutely got rocked. So, yeah, it, it was nasty. And the worst part of it is that it actually slowed down. Where hurricanes usually travel decently fast, mm -hmm. it, it hung around for like 12 hours. Right, right. Over this area of too. our provinces. Yeah, exactly. So, because at one point it was only going like 13 kilometers Oh, sorry. I said kilometers. I don't know what that is in miles, <laughs> but very slow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, here, here in Michigan, we don't really have to worry about that kind of thing. Uh, I tell people that as long as you don't mind snow. Uh oh. Yeah, I, I forgot to mention uh -oh. I, that I have I have a weed delivery coming, and it was supposed to be here by six, and they just yeah. recently texted me to say that I was going to be about five or 10 minutes late. So here really soon here, I'm going to have to run outside and pick up weed out of my driveway, which is something that I didn't think I'd be doing anymore in my life. <laughs> at least, at least this time it's legally, you know, last time I was having just running out to my uh, driveway to pick up weed. It was a completely different kind of deal. <laughs> so yeah, but anyway, so that's why I have the sound out of my phone. So I apologize for the random sounds it's going to make for the next 10 minutes or so, or to, or however long it takes for this person to show up. Yeah. But like I was saying, uh, Michigan's really good in that way. As long as you can handle winter, uh, Michigan's a really good place to live weather-wise. There's no hurricanes. There's no, you know, earthquakes. There's no mudslides. There's no wildfires. Uh, 
it's you get outside of Detroit if you like nature stuff. It's a beautiful estate, uh, but you know, but the weather the, the winters do kind of suck. They're not top ten as worst winters in you know the northern hemisphere, but they're not awesome. No, and that was the same kind of deal for me because I'm from Ontario, and so I've only been right. out here for like the last eight years, coming up eight years. So right. and, and I Ontario mean, is pretty my, similar weather. Yeah, my frame of reference is completely Ontario. Extremely bitter winters. They get to like negative 40. Um, and, you know, very humid summers kind of thing. But so right, one well, extreme that, to the other, but well, not, like, not hurt. Kind, so. yeah. kind of a relative thing. M- Michigan has fairly high humidity, but not compared to someplace like Georgia or oh, yeah. you know, any of the southern states. Uh, yeah. so Michigan, Michigan summer here is the summer here in Michigan, rather, is, is pretty pleasant for the most part because uh, of how north we are. Yeah, like to me, as bad as Ontario got, I'm sure it's nothing like Florida, like you said, Georgia and all that kind of thing, or or like how hot it could get in Texas. And oh, like, I would just absolutely keel over in those. So I mean, like I'm talking about Canadian humidity. Right, so, right. And that's too much for me. So there's no way I would handle it um, in like in those southern parts of the states or anything like that. But forget right. it. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't even try so. Yeah, it, it's funny. I got bored uh, one time and did a fair amount of research on this. on just trying to find the perfect place weather-wise and temperature-wise because, you know, right. looking for some place that's not too hot when it's hot and not too cold when it's cold. And yeah. as far as temperature-wise, the best place I could find, I think, was like the Washington State area, the area between the coast and the mountains, uh, stays between 50 and like 75 degrees or 40, okay. I think the, the 45 and 75 the entire year round uh, you know it, it right. very rarely gives it gets above 75 and it almost never gets below 45 it's but even like that's 15 not, to 25 celsius right right so it's that's, not, it's, that's it's very a, comfortable yeah very comfortable uh, the but just like every place else it's almost impossible to find something perfect because that place it's rainy and cloudy like three quarters of the time uh, okay yeah so dampness then yeah Right, right. So dampness and not not a ton of sun. Uh, so yeah. really, you know, your perfect place varies from person to person because everyone has a different idea of what they think the perfect kind of weather is. Yep. I enjoy uh, sweater weather. Optional, <laughs> optional zip up hoodie weather is what I prefer. But yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. I'm a definitely a jeans and light jacket weather. That's perfect for me going out. Yep, for sure. Oh. <laughs> I, I had to laugh. I was the the weather being Michigan. Uh, and everyone says this thing about their state, you know, oh, the weather here is crazy. And Michigan applies just as much as any other state. Like the other day, it was, I think, 86 on Thursday and 64 or 62 on Friday. So it like the high dropped 26 degrees in one day. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And then, then it's just been dropped wow. since then, which makes me happy because I'm, I'm able to wear my leather jacket again. And since I'm wearing my leather jacket again, that means I can wear my leather hat again. I... <laughs> I like hats. I, oh, have a, I have a couple. I have a couple of few of them that uh, go with different outfits yep. and stuff. Almost, almost all of them go with my suits. You know, because uh, there was very, very rare occasions to wear hats and other occasions besides if you're wearing a suit. But I do have a leather jacket right. uh, that I wear once the weather turns. So which, uh, which, oh, uh, that might hey. be the person. <laughs> Party time <laughs> at Jay's house. Hello. <laughs> all right, I'll be right out. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh-oh. Okay, folks, I was hoping to have quick, a caller by Quick. Then. Okay, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's off to go have some fun, or at least pick up 
when he needs to have fun later. So yeah, my very first hurricane, that was a lot of fun. And it wasn't. So, but yeah, like I said before, I was extremely lucky in a very specific pocket. And uh, I made out, I made out pretty well. So, um, but amazing crews are getting everything together, uh, put back to normal as fast as I can. We had uh, crews sent out from Ontario and Quebec, <clears throat> pardon me, and Quebec and New Brunswick, um, the nearest provinces to me. And um, just to help out the whole Atlantic side here, Eastern side of Canada. So pretty amazing. And poor Newfoundland, they had got hit by a hurricane almost maybe six or seven weeks before. Hopefully, uh, something to talk about. Hold on, I don't have my headphones oh, yeah. on yet. Hold on, oh, hold on, God, here on my comes. headphones. All right, what's going on? What I miss? You're like a Tasmanian devil coming. My God, <laughs> I was just rambling on more hurricane facts. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Fact number yeah. one: hurricanes suck. Fact number two: you don't yeah, want to live through a hurricane. All right. Let's see. What well, I, I was oh, yeah. saying that uh, mm-hmm. Newfoundland about six or seven weeks before had another hurricane before they got hit with this one. So they're having a real good time. All right. Oh, I got grape gelato. Yeah, I I couldn't. uh, For one thing, I didn't want to send my, have my wife go out and get, pick it up because uh, don't tell her, but I spent a little bit more than I normally do. (laughs) Normally I spend, normally I spend about 125 or now on an ounce, which lasts me about three, three and a half weeks, not quite a month. Uh, this time I splurged right. and got their most expensive stuff that they have, which is still 175 an ounce. So it's still ridiculously cheap compared to how, how it was even just a couple of years ago. But right. uh, ooh, let's see what it smells like. Any Halloween themed strains? Mm. Well, that smells pretty good. Uh, no, not so much. <laughs> We've lost Jay. He's, no, but... We might as well end the show right now. You're done. No, no, no. Oh, no. I, I can roll a joint and talk at the same time. You'd be amazed by my skills. As a matter of fact, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to go oh, ahead and roll up a joint. Roll up a joint while we're talking. All right. So, oh, yeah, reach, reach over and grab my rolling tray. Everyone's got a rolling tray. I've had yep. this rolling tray for, God, 20-something years at least. I, I can't remember how long it is. It's just, it's just a, like a oh, old wow. clipboard. So it's just it a the... special mix, no matter what you're rolling there. Just remnants <laughs> from two decades. Well, I do it, yeah. You know, although I do have remnants from the last couple of joints there. I'm, I'm a messy joint roller. Uh, I put out a whole bunch of, throw it, throw it in the paper, and like a, half of it falls out of the paper while I'm rolling it. Oh, you got to uh, have some finesse. Come on now. Uh, well, you know, I, despite how long I've uh, smoked, I'm just an okay uh, joint roller. Uh, it normally ends up with a movie joint look. If you're unfamiliar with the term movie joint, that means it's going to be fat in the middle and thin yep. on the edges. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. So, but I know people that can't even roll a joint. I'm like, you shouldn't be smoking weed if you can't roll a joint. <laughs> I guess that makes me old school shit. Some of the, some of the new kids never even touch flour at all. All they do is like the concentrates or the, or, uh, the vape cartridges or one of the other several high tech way, ways to smoke weed now. It's, uh, I had a friend of mine, well, he, he he's still around, but a friend of mine, um, he uses uh, exclusively uh, a pipe that he got from his grandfather, like an actual <laughs> legit, real, regular pipe, and that's the yeah. only thing he uses. <laughs> yeah. a, a wooden so, pipe? I've never, you know, yeah. I've never smoked through a wooden pipe before. Yeah, just it's a legit, like, gen- pipe from, like, the 40s or 50s or whatever, whenever his grandfather got it, yeah. 
It's so, genuinely, yeah, just, genuinely. Uses uh, a pipe. Yeah, that's, that's normally not done for smoking weed, and there's a reason why that I can't remember. Uh, so I, I, you know, it's not just like a cultural thing. I think there's a reason that you don't want to smoke weed from a wooden pipe. Uh, yeah. Whoops, that was my fault. Now I can turn it's, the sound. It's off the only way it. he. It's the only way he smokes it. Otherwise, you know, he'll use whatever methods, and, you know, dabs and all the other stuff too. But uh, dabs. Dabs are awesome, but uh, I like dabs because it made me feel like I did when I first started smoking weed. Really fucking silly, uh, but oh. <laughs> but my but my lungs were just not a fan of it, so I, I had to stop doing it. I could tell yeah. I wasn't doing awesome things. Theoretically, it should be more awesome for you than regular smoking because it's just the THC. It doesn't have any of the you know other stuff that you're not really supposed to be smoking. But what one of the right. things I discovered was. Excuse me. I'm still used to all that other stuff that I was smoking. So I could smoke a shitload of wax and I'd still have the urge to smoke a joint because I missed the other stuff. Mm. So and while you know, and while weed's not specifically supposed to have carnage cancer causing agents or anything like that in it, um yeah. you know, there's other stuff that you're not necessarily wanting to be smoking besides the THC. But on the other hand, there is stuff that you want to be smoking as well. So uh, a lot of it depends on the process that they use to make the wax, because some of them is, are just pure THC, and some of them have the other cannabinoids and stuff uh, uh, that's you know included when you're that you get when you're smoking weed, uh, flower style. Hold on, my right. nose, sorry, my nose is kind of stuffed up today. Uh, yeah, uh, sometimes I surprise people with my weed knowledge. I guess I don't look like a weed smoker. Um, and uh, I was yeah. talking with. <laughs> I, I don't know. There, there's there's no classic stoner look anymore. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's always the caricatures and of you know people that dive right into the uniform of it. But it, right. yeah, that's not really a thing anymore. The... Well, shit. I get people that are surprised I have tattoos, much less a lot of tattoos. I don't, oh yeah. <laughs> I don't really have. I don't really have a tough guy face. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, you can look at some guy and just say, "Go, oh man, that guy's a tough customer." You look at me and go, oh, yeah, that guy's probably a pushover. <laughs> I no, reserve that now for, um, for uh, well, I, I haven't seen, not that they don't, but I haven't seen any women with uh, skull tattoos, but guys who have, <laughs> like, their whole head tattooed up. Oh, yeah. That, to me, that that is your, your tough guy tattoo person, right? So, right, right, exactly. Because uh, just because tattoos are becoming more commonplace all the time, right? So. Right, right. Well, I second, I gotta let my dog outside. God damn it. I'm, I'm professional today. I'll be right back. My God. Let's see. You gotta go outside, go potty? You gotta go outside? Come on. Go outside then. More hurricane folks. You too. Good girls. <laughs> yeah, I got. I keep the uh, door closed to my den when I'm doing the show to try to cut the noise down. But it's also the, the path my dogs have to take to use the bathroom, so. Ah. <laughs> All right, let's let's light this bad boy up. I just rolled a small one. I don't want to get too fucked up, as you guys can tell from my speech. I've already been smoking all day, but that's you know standard course for my day off. Yeah, why not? Yeah, exactly. I've got a day off Friday, actually. This nice. Friday. That's exciting. I keep forgetting, so I'm gonna have to make sure I don't accidentally go to work on Friday. Uh, what's the what's Which is the tough reason for because the, yeah. I'm 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 in I'm in walking distance to my job, less than ten minute walk to my right. job, so I could very well not realize until I'm halfway there. Then I'll just turn <laughs> right and go get a coffee instead. But <laughs> I actually have a. It's uh, um. Uh, hmm? 
the holiday, it's it's a Nova Scotia holiday. And yes, I've been here almost eight years, but I barely kept track of all the different ones in Ontario. And hmm. so I'm not sure what this one is. It's provincial, province specific, but um, I should learn what it is. But one day, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Well, I have a, a day off coming up fairly soon. Uh, what is it? The fifth or the sixth? I'll, I'll have Yom Kippur off. <laughs oh nice yeah growing up if you ever told me that i'd work a job have a job where i work holidays like fourth of july or thanksgiving or labor day but i have yom kippur off <laughs> i would have told you you're fucking crazy <laughs> yeah it's it's well, a day off is a day off so yeah yeah exactly so i'll be more than happy to have it off uh, actually yesterday was a holiday as well the club closed early but i worked the day shift and it closed for the evening because jewish holidays uh technically start at sunset so our, our club will close at five o'clock and they won't serve dinner for that on that day then, right uh, that's right yeah, yeah yeah right and then for young cool. kippur they they can't eat during the day or something like that the, it's a holiday that they celebrate over a week uh rosh Hashanah is like uh jewish new year and uh Yep. Then, then it's a holiday period right up to Yom Kippur. Uh, so on that day, I won't be working because the clubhouse is not open during the day. It doesn't open until 630 where they're serving a, like a Yom Kippur dinner. Right, uh, right. So that so I'll, that'll be my day off. Uh, <laughs> a lot of rules with that faith, but you know, more power to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. The, I yeah. can't remember who, uh, who it was. Uh, I want to say uh, <sighs> Craig. No. Um, God damn! One of the edge of your comics it said one of the reasons, one of the main reasons he has never really gone after the Jews, Jewish people, is because they don't really push their faith on other people, which is true. You never really had a lot of you know Jewish evangelists, you know, yeah. trying to convert you to their religion. Yeah, but, I haven't. Oh, what's that one? Oh, I can't think of it. Pat something was a really famous American televangelist. He was always Pat on, Robertson. Pat Robertson. Like yes, always when I yeah. was a kid. Yeah, well, those, those, I knew squinty eyes. <laughs> I knew the cartoons were over when his face showed up. I'm like, ah, oh, well, I yep. see it for the cartoons today. And then, you know, I went off and probably worship Satan or something. Who knows what I did? <laughs> Being a young One Canadian. Second. But, yeah. One second, I'll be right back. The dog needs yep. to back out the other door. Okay. Oh, jeez. You know, Lulu's not back in yet. I should probably make you wait. Go ahead. We're going to leave the door open now. Hopefully, hopefully it's not too loud. <sighs> Don't know what my wife's watching at the moment. Probably deadliest catch. I've actually gotten her into deadliest catch. I'm amazed. I didn't think I was gonna be able to do something like that. Oh really? I never got into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's interesting because it's it's got higher odds than a lot of those uh, different reality TV shows. Because you know, uh, I've never seen that anyone actually die on that show, but I've seen a couple of them come pretty close. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, they're the world. They're out in the Bering Sea, which is like northern fucking. You know, they're in uh, northern Alaska, right there near the Russian border out there right. uh, catching crab and you know even in the best of times that's not exactly safe waters and they do it you know their king crab st season starts in november and that rolls up up until like december or so and then they have snow crab season which is in like january and so so they're in the fucking arctic sea in january trying to catch crabs it's it's a pretty uh intense situation sometimes yeah no kidding yeah yeah but yeah so i've got her watching that which is good for me because i don't like fucking most fictional works uh the only fictional show that i've been paying any real attention to is uh the new game of thrones game of thrones uh, spinoff oh see now i've i've gone with um uh the lord of the rings the new Lord oh, of the Rings yeah. tv series yeah. so i've chosen to watch that because i i enjoyed like the original game of thrones show 
uh, when it went through and it was fine. It did its job. I'm not interested enough to go through a prequel of that, but with Lord of the Rings, I've been reading those books since I was a kid. So uh, I definitely want to see how they do all the older story, the prequel to those stories, um, right. how, how they turn that into a TV show. And I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing so far. So I figure, I, yeah, I'm not going to carry two fantasy things at the same time or whatever. I'll stick with Lord of the Rings for now. Uh, well, yeah, that's kind of what my issue being. I've never been much into the mythology of Lord of the Rings. The first three uh, movies were just fine, but I never really got into the books. And I was never a huge fan of the movies. I thought they were, you know, uh, too long, but not bad movies. So I, I've watched the first two episodes of the new TV show. And I've been like, yep. meh, it's not horrible. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I, it just hasn't really held my interest. And since I don't have a ton of yeah. time to watch TV anyways, it's, yeah, I've had other things. The other one I've been watching that I've been enjoying is uh, She-Hulk. Yeah, I just got Disney Plus again, so I've, I've been going through those. I finally watched Love and Thunder, by the way. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm getting caught up with the Marvel movies now, and then I'll get back into uh, the TV shows. But I think I might do the Obi-Wan series first, because uh... I'm, I'm a Ewan McGregor fan anyway. And I really oh, liked yeah. It's the only thing I liked from those series of movies, his, uh, him being Obi-Wan. Uh, right, made, right made those ones watchable especially the last couple but um yeah so i'm I'm anxious to get back into that one i watched those i was it was only uh moderately okay with them they weren't horrible they weren't amazing yeah. uh oh he you and mcgregor did a fine job as obi-wan no issues yeah. with that it's mostly some of the writing was a kind of on the weak side well that's the thing <laughs> a, a lot of these like him and of course uh oh what's his face he he played qui-gon i can't think of his real name Oh, Liam, Liam Neeson. Neeson. Yeah, those two are great actors. They're just surrounded by a crap movie, right? And you know, right, yeah. Where I think yeah. Ben Affleck did great in as Batman, he was just surrounded by a shit show of a movie. Yeah, yeah. That you're one hundred percent right on that. He might be my favorite right. Batman. Uh, I thought he they did an excellent job on Batman. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, just the rest of it kind of sucked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, he. I might tie him with Bale. Uh, Michael Keaton yeah. is my favorite, uh, yeah. but I might tie him with Bale. And uh, Adam West is his own thing off to the right. side. He's ama- he's untouchable, right? So like that '66 Batman is its own thing. It's it. I know it was a TV series, not a movie, but it's yeah. Adam West right, it's, is his own little planet, right? So, right. You can't you you can't <laughs> compare you can't really compare them because they're no. such a completely different takes on the on the character. It's not even the same character, really. You know? Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. You'd be better off trying to compare it to the original comic, maybe. But even then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should you shouldn't even call that Batman. Yeah. No. That's no, Camp no, just, Man. It was an acid trip, but it was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just reading about him yesterday. Like uh they got super famous at one point and uh for yeah. the T V show, so then they had the movie and to um promote the movie they were going to from movie theater to movie theater you know for to premiere at different spots and they're and right. they were supposed to go to like 36 different movie theaters to promote it and they ended up only going to about 28 or something like that because they got swarmed so much oh, and wow. w- when the bus stopped adam west would just jump out and basically bull rush to the uh um movie theater entrance through the crowd right and uh, 
poor uh, but poor Burt Ward, he got af- out afterwards after the crowd has had time to re- react. So he would get fucking swarmed every single fucking time. Oh, no. <laughs> his, his buddy Adam oh. would just leave him in the dust. He's already, he's already made it into the movie oh. theater. <laughs> and poor, yeah. poor Robin's back there getting molested by like by the crowd. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, they they were pretty popular at one point. Yeah, it's not called old old chum sixty six. It's Batman sixty six. So. Oh yeah, and I think Burt Ward has told stories about that him and Adam West fucked a ridiculous amount of fans. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> you, yeah, you <laughs> why would, wouldn't you? you would, oh yeah, of course. People don't think it'd be like that back in the sixties, but of course it was. It probably might have been worse than it is now. No, I would think it's that was a given in the '60s, and maybe, maybe not now. That's yeah, flip right. that around. Yeah, that was yeah. Oh yeah. No, I'm sure Austin Powers is scary accurate. <laughs> 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 you really want to? Uh, that yeah. that is my bag, baby. Yeah, there you go. Oh, right. that's what we should do. We should bring back horrible <laughs> Austin Powers impressions. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, behave. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh, there you are. Oh, do you? Yeah. Do I know you? No, but that's you right there. Yeah, but you're there. Yeah, but there, right there. Ah, Canadian treasure, yeah. Mike Myers. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of. I mean, it's kind of a bummer. His last movie sucks so fucking bad. I was, I was hoping it was going to be a comeback for him, uh, but apparently, you know, the Shrek movies was his last uh, grasp at gasp at greatness, and you know, the, nothing new is going to come from him now. Yeah, I guess the Shrek ones were the ones that are mainstream enough, and now he's, whatever projects he's picking now, he just wants to do them, so that's fine. What I think they're on Netflix or something. I haven't well, watched it He hasn't... He plays uh, like eight parts or something, doesn't he? Right, 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 right. Yeah. But that's the first movie he's done in fucking forever. I mean, yeah. I'm sure he's done other ones, but none of them that were, that were big enough to reach my attention. Uh, no. Now, granted, you have to be pretty fucking big since I'm not a huge movie person, so I don't keep track of a lot of that shit. But yeah, that was the first time I heard of Mike Myers in quite a while. Well, yeah, because he pretty much just stopped and was just raising raising his kids with his wife. So yeah, well, I mean, if just... you got Shrek money, you don't need to do anything else for the rest of your life. Well, yeah, exactly. So yeah, he was pretty much <laughs> semi retired. So um, he came back. I think the only thing he came back for was uh, the Saturday Night Live celebration, whatever, forty years or something like that. So he did uh, he did a Wayne's World skit with Dana Carvey, uh... Uh, and that was the, really the only public thing or any new performance um until i guess the netflix movie so yeah yeah i was always a big fan of dana carvey too uh i remember watching one one of his comic specials when i was a teenager and thinking he was the funniest guy in the world singing about chopping broccoli well not only that the best saturday night live skit he was a part of which was a complete accident was uh I don't. I only think he only did this character maybe three or four times, but it was uh, massive head wound Harry, <laughs> and so he would just show up at in somebody's apartment. So this is I think this was must have been an early '90s sketch or something like that. So it's a New York apartment, and somebody's just having a house party, and of course he shows up and he has this giant massive head wound, and it's just this gnarly looking makeup effect like skull cap with a head wound on it and all this kind of stuff, and he's just going about the party and everybody like, should they mention it? Should they not mention it? And so at one point he feels kind of woozy. So he lays down on the couch, the dog, an actual dog just starts chewing on the prosthetic 
and starts trying to rip it off his head, but he won't break. And they're not ending the sketch. The sketch has to go for a certain amount of time. And so it's just them trying to salvage the sketch while the dog is mercilessly, not trying to hurt Dana, but he wants this prosthetic. Uh, prosthetic. And it's just the whole thing. And the crowd is like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> <Right>? this, <laughs> this dog is just going to rip this prosthetic off. And uh, yeah, it's, I'm sure it's on YouTube, but um, it's like his <laughs> most famous. It's, it's better than any Wayne's World, any church chat, any anything oh, else he's done, you know. But uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, it's I was trying to think head, of head wound Harry. Yeah. Well, I, I was trying to think of what other uh, uh, bits Dana Carvey had on the Saturday Night Live compared to uh, Mike Myers. You know, because right. uh, I know, like you said, Dana Carvey had that bit. He also had uh, the Wayne's World bit with uh, Mike Myers. He had Church Lady. Um, and his biggest thing was uh, President Bush imitation and Ross Perot. Mm-hmm. Because uh, which, he started before Mike Myers, right? He was on there before Mike yeah. Myers started. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did I can't remember what the character looked like, but uh, so I can't remember which one which one of them did it. But who did uh, Dieter or with the TV with the show? That Sprockets? was Mike Myers. Yeah, oh, okay. That was that was Myers. Yeah. That was yeah. fucking genius. Yeah. <laughs> I but, love uh, that. But Dana Carvey movie. also did Hans and Franz with Kevin Hans Gale. and Franz. Yeah. yeah. We are here the, to pump you up. You up, yeah. That's a good I, man. Yeah. It, it ruined me forever trying to do an accurate Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonation because now oh, I can't do a Schwarzenegger impersonation. I'm doing an yeah. impersonation of Hands on France impersonating Arnold Schwarzenegger. Just like oh, yeah. that, for the same exact reason why I couldn't do a George Bush impersonation. All I could do is my impersonation of Dana Carvey doing George of Bush. Dana Carvey. Yeah. Thousand points a lot. I'm going to do wouldn't it. Wouldn't be prudent. Wouldn't be prudent. Not at this juncture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My my knowledge of American presidents is from Saturday Night Live, so yeah. that's, that's it. That's that's all. That's all I go on. Yeah, yeah. I, I, my, yeah. My, my my President Reagan impersonation is one word. Well, that's yeah. it. I, I think that's how everybody starts it to get into it. Yeah, there, there's always like an entry word or phrase that that yeah. you use for an impression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get onto the chopper. See, I have to say chopper before I can do any more Arnold because the word chopper uh, can only be said that way. No, my favorite is not a tumor. It's not, there you go. That's, that's a good open, too. It's not a tumor. No, it's not a tumor. Yeah, there's a skill that I wish I had, like the the able the ability to do accurate impersonations. Because everyone, you know, there's a couple of them that I try to do, but I'm not good at any of them. So, uh, yeah. you know, it's always, I always appreciate a good impersonation. Um, there's a that, really good that, interview that Dana Carvey did, and I, I'm not sure if it's on Conan's podcast or maybe his own. He's doing a podcast now with David Spade, um, but he talks about how he, you know, his method for all his impressions and all that kind of stuff, and and it it's just yeah, like he just picks up on a phrase or mannerism <coughs> and just and just runs with that. But he said it's sh you shockingly don't have to be very accurate. You almost you can get away with just going and now my impression of George Bush and then you say whatever you want and people are like oh that's great you know because so, they already <laughs> fill it in in their heads what it's going to sound like you know right. so just tell them what you're about to do and you know the audience does like 60 70 percent of it for you because they'll just form it in their own head. And yeah, as someone who is a really good, just make sure yours isn't that off. <laughs> right. Well, as someone who uh, does really good voice impersonations, he might be. Uh, overestimating that that just a little bit since he's good you know Probably. so he, he might yeah, he might exactly. think that he's not you know doing that good of a job in reality he's fucking hitting out of the park 
I, yeah. you know, I don't think I would have the same success myself. Yeah. The best is when Saturday Night Live people interview each other. They always end up doing Lauren Michaels impressions. <laughs> do you know that and is why? It's great. They all do it. Yeah. Do you know that is why uh, Dana Carvey and Mike Myers didn't hang out for a long time? Oh, because of Lauren Michaels? Yes, kind of. Well, what happened was Dana oh. Carvey used to do a Lauren Michaels impersonation, right? And right. so, so Dana Carvey uh, goes to go see uh, his buddy Mike Myers' newest movie. He's not in it, but that that, that doesn't bother him, obviously. Uh, so, yeah. what he, the movie he goes to see is Austin Powers, and he is incensed to see that Mike Myers has stolen his Lauren Michaels impersonation and used it for Doctor Evil. Uh, at, le- at least okay. according to Dana Carvey. <laughs> oh, really? Dana Carvey was fucking upset about that for like 20 years, uh, up until like fairly recently, like the last three or four or five years. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, I mean, yeah, everybody yeah. does a Lauren Michaels. At least everybody has Saturday Night Live. Every Saturday Night Live along Right. Yeah, but Leslie Jones was just on Conan's podcast, and they were doing Lauren Michaels to each other. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's, right, yeah. <laughs> that's the right but, you message. Know, yeah, but I, apparently uh, Laura, uh, Dana Carvey had a pretty specific take on it, and he felt like that's right. what uh, what Mike Myers was doing when he did Doctor Evil for Doctor Evil, yeah, right? So, which is a weird thing to get upset about because it's not like it's an impersonation that he even uses to make money on. He doesn't go on tour and uh, and do it and do Lauren Michael impersonations. So no, and if anyone yeah. should be upset, it should be Lauren Michaels going. Can I get a taste of that since you're doing me for Doctor Evil? <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah, you know? <laughs> who's arguably I mean, more popular than austin powers so right you know. <laughs> right and, and, exactly and you're right he's not even doing in the movie he's not even doing a, an impersonation he just liked the tone and cadence that uh, yeah. allegedly that dana carver used when he was doing the uh lauren michael impersonation so he you know he used that for the uh um for his dr evil there's nothing wrong with that uh, as, as much as i like dana carvey that was obviously kind of touchy of him huh it was too well and that's why i wonder there's a lot more probably that wasn't said and uh oh, oh that's that, like one of those that's the kind of thing that's set off of what's actually yeah, a pretty big pile of shit it, it could be a big lead up of because i mean i don't know if dana specifically but mike myers is known to be quite a perfectionist and so oh. if it's his if it's his movie and his property and all that kind of stuff, it's very protective that everything has to be done right. So he can be kind of difficult to work with. Not that he's a bad person, but if it's something that he's written or it's his character, then he's it's it's got to be. It's kind of like uh, you know uh, Sting in the Police kind of right. thing, where he was telling everybody how to how to do it right, kind of thing. Not that Sting's a bad guy, but if he's going to be in it doing it, it's, he wants it done right. So it's going to be his way. And I think that's what Mike Myers kind of is like when it's his material. So, yeah. Did you hear the story about how he cost the movie studio a shitload of money uh, on the first Shrek? No. Okay, oh, so yeah. Because he, want, he wanted to change the accent. <clears throat> yes. Yes, exactly yeah. right. He did the entire movie with, with his basically his normal voice and decided yeah. that he didn't like it like that and wanted to re-record the entire thing with a Scottish accent and yeah. eventually got his way. He, he was right, though. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, you know, it, it cost the movie yeah. uh, studio $15 million to, to re-record uh, the audio for it. But in the yeah. long run, obviously he was right and they were wrong, huh? Yeah, it became a franchise and toy business. So, yeah. But no, he he was right on that one, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's not yeah. the first movie he used a Scottish accent for, though. Nope. So I married an ex murderer. 
dude yeah, mike yeah. myers he's like yeah he's again canadian treasure i know the stuff <laughs> yeah yeah i mean you know that is just an underrated movie there's all like all kinds of great quotes from that that i can barely remember it's really it's good been 20, 20 years or maybe 30 years since yeah. i've seen it yeah, but it, yeah it has some oh, great yeah. ones yeah, yeah. I, my, I think my all my favorite ones involved his uh cousin is his cousin with the gigantic head <laughs> oh yeah and even and I yeah. don't remember. I'm, well, I'm, I might not have ever known her name, but I've seen her in a bunch of stuff. But the one that plays the wife, she's great oh, yeah. in it. Like she's yeah. you know she, like she holds her own amongst the craziness of Mike Myers, right? So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's a good one. I, I think my favorite line is ah oh, he ah oh, I shouldn't have said that about him. Now he's gonna go home and cry himself to sleep on his enormous pillow. <laughs> Why does it have to be enormous? That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Big giant head. Yeah. Uh. yeah, that was such a good movie. Uh, it's just like the one extra dig in regret. Yeah, it. yeah. It's, uh, yeah it's great. There's so many good ones like that. There's uh, like another great one that I don't think gets enough uh, talking about or enough credit uh, as a uh, just a great comedic movie of Strange Brew. Strange Brew is really good. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, that's a classic one. Um and uh i think now i think just because it's too old but uh oh crap what's the name of the movie it's a hockey one with actually paul newman uh, oh yeah no i know uh, slapstick slapstick thank you wow I haven't gonna, seen that one in 30 i'm gonna get years. thrown out of canada for not remembering the name of that one. that's but, one of those yeah. movies that i that i should rewatch because i don't think i was old enough uh, to appreciate it the first time i watched it yeah I mean, it's, it's one of Paul Newman's best ones. That and Cool Hand Luke is probably his best one, aside from um, uh, Butch, Butch Cassidy, Butch and Sunday. But yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah Slapshot's fantastic. Strange Brew is good. And uh, one overlooked one full of Americans, I think, is old school, is underappreciated. Especially I've never because seen it. Luke Wilson is the star. Luke Wilson, Vince Vaughn, and Will Ferrell. It's Luke Wilson is a fantastic lead. And I think a, a lot of people forget about Luke Wilson and how good he can be. Um, old school, there's so many subtle things that you pick up after watching it two, three times, like for the second or third time. Um, there's a lot to miss aside from the big set pieces and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, there's even one spot because um, Snoop, Snoop Dogg guests in it. And at one point, Will Ferrell legit pisses off one of snoop's guards <laughs> and they leave it in the cut of the film it's fantastic <laughs> <laughs> will ferrell's one of those guys that's great as part as an, a part of an ensemble but for the most part when he he's the lead it gets to be a bit much for me it depends yeah kicking and screaming that soccer movie he did was okay i it's robert duvall played his dad um but it was it was tamer than most of his other ones right um but I, and I did like that drama he did. Was it Stranger Than Fiction with Maggie Gyllenhaal? I don't and, watch. I don't watch a lot of his movies. <clears throat> oh yeah, Stranger Than Fiction is pretty good. I won't say any more about it because I I, you, I don't know if you like it, but it's it's uh, it, it's a good one. There's a lot of comedy in it, but it's essentially drama. It's not you know nobody has cancer or anything crazy like that. Like it's not a love story or anything. <laughs> it's not that insane. You know, <laughs> it's not a rom-com or anything, yeah. I guess, or at least not a heavy handed one, but it's, it's, right, it's pretty right. good. Right. Yeah. It's a good yeah. turn for Farrell for a drama kind of thing. That is a very funny drama, but a drama. 
Okay, so well, since we're since we're talking movies, let's circle around back to the fact that you've finally seen the the Thor movie. Yes. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, I I enjoyed it, um, but I can there's there's still an issue. I think overall, what's happening with the Marvel movies now is that maybe not so much for Love and Thunder, but it really is counting on you to have watched everything beforehand. Oh yeah. Yeah. Where I think in phase one, especially when they didn't know if it was going to work, everything was still a complete movie. It had hooks if they were allowed to do more, but it was still a complete movie. Like the first Iron Man was a complete movie. Um, the Ed Norton Hulk was a complete movie. Even Winter Soldier was a complete movie, even though it led, obviously, to a bunch of stuff. But it was still a beginning problem and an end to that problem. You know, right, right. It spawned more problems, sure, but at least there was a complete story within that. Where, like, with Multiverse of Madness, the Doctor Strange one, it really counted on you watching WandaVision. because otherwise. Yeah. The last time you saw Wanda in a movie, you know, she was sad. But when, when did she go evil? Like, what happened there? You know? Yeah, you're right. Because because <laughs> if, if you haven't watched WandaVision, the last thing you've seen uh, her in is Endgame. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and if, so you didn't and know if, that if you didn't watch the, the What If. Shit. And if you didn't know, if you didn't watch the What If series, you wouldn't have picked up on all the Doctor Dark Doctor Strange stuff that was fed in through the movie. Right, that, right. that one's a little bit end. End. right, right. That one, that one's a, not quite right. as bad as it could be because <clears throat> they didn't t- use a no. ton of it. They, that was more of a you know like hooks hooks in for people that knew about it. But you're one hundred percent right about the entire Wandavision thing. The uh, fucking movie makes yeah. no sense without that. And I never really thought yeah. about that because <laughs> I enjoyed the movie. I thought that was a great movie. Uh, I have o- almost no. I, I enjoyed the movie a lot. lot too. Yeah. Yeah, but having like, and I loved WandaVision, and yeah, I, me, I grew up on great. those old TV. Like, I grew up watching I Love Lucy and all that kind of stuff because that was heavy rerun when I was a kid. So, all the nods to I Love Lucy and the Dick Van Dyke Show, Dick Van Dyke Show, that comedy still holds up. If you could put it on today, and it's better than a lot of stuff. <coughs> that yeah, Dick Van Dyke and Mary Tyler Moore, they kicked ass in that show. But anyway, <clears throat> uh, so I love WandaVision for that those those kind of callbacks but and i like the story of wandavision anyway so that was fine yeah, yeah, uh, yeah but I, yeah I enjoyed both of them but it's it's really counting on you now that you have to have disney plus and you have to be watching all of this other stuff otherwise and and that's the one thing i don't like where you have to have such prior knowledge and and that's completely with all these they're so interconnected now it's like just randomly starting to, to read comics again you know, if you're in the middle of an arc, well, these 18 previous arcs from the last five years really right. form what this arc is about. And you'll yeah, enjoy it more. Yeah. So now it's it's almost like trying to get back into reading regular comics again with these movies. So that's what I don't like. Now, with Love and Thunder, it was enjoyable enough. I had a lot of fun with it anyway. Um, it did move along pretty quickly where all of a sudden now this maybe would have benefited if jane foster had her own six eight episode series to explain what she's been doing (laughs) instead of you know i'm a leading scientist oh i have cancer so you know yeah it wasn't wasn't a lot to her arc (laughs) no so and it's a cool way to do it and of course i mean now nobody dies in marvel anymore so 
she's off in Valhalla with Heimdall and everything, so that's going to come up for Galactus or whoever the next big bad is, or the guy from the Loki series. Yeah, which uh, yeah. I, I love Loki. I'm really looking forward to that next season of that. But the, the that was the it, main thing that was missing was Hiddleston. Sorry to cut you off, Tom yeah. Hiddleston. Man, he <clears throat> made Ragnarok. Like Ragnarok is as good as it is with everybody else and Tom Hiddleston. So right, I really right. did miss Tom Hiddleston in this. I liked everything else that happened. Uh, Russell Crowe, like it's the most fun thing I've ever seen Russell Crowe do. <laughs> 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 like he actually enjoyed himself. I can't remember ever seeing him in a movie where it looked like he might be having fun for half right. a second. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's so, very true. He is the, the very definition of a serious actor. Oh, and it's like, it's the only thing I learned how to do. I guess this is how I make money. Fine, I'll do it. I'm a gladiator, whatever. Punch, you know, so. Yeah, he was frolicking. It was great. Yeah, when I say a serious actor, I don't mean that he just takes serious roles. It's that he acts no. very serious in everything yeah. he does. <laughs> He's basically angry all the time. He's the Hulk, right. but in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, but no, I enjoyed I enjoyed the multiverse. Uh, I'm really hoping Loki will uh, open up more about what's going on with that entire situation. Because, because as much as I enjoyed Loki, as much as I enjoyed uh, the Doctor Strange movie, and uh, and how they supposedly dealt with the same subject, really, but I didn't feel like there was a lot of interconnection. I know when they originally planned it out, one of them was supposed to come out before the other one did and it ended up being the other way around. So, but uh, I yeah. really need, I feel like I really need resolution uh, on what's going on with the entire multiverse situation. Cause Loki left it really, really unsolved. And it turns out uh, the multiverse thing did felt completely disconnected from that, despite it's the same subject. Well, yeah, because now you're now you're trying to figure out, okay, which movie is a setup movie and which movie is the final big bad finish movie, you know, and so clearly Multiverse of Madness is a setup movie and and Love and Thunder is kind of like happening. We're setting these things in place now, but it'll come in probably in four or five movies. Right. Well, what kind of pays what, off, what, right? You what know? kind of conf- what kind of confused me, and uh, <clears throat> I'm glad because uh, sometimes I don't feel like I can type shit out like this uh, sufficiently to ask in the various different forums. But yeah, okay. The concept, or the entire concept of Loki is that there's a sacred timeline, right? Yeah. Yeah. So according to Loki, there is no multiverse because they prevent that from happening. There's only one universe, one timeline. And their entire job is to keep it from branching off into different timelines, which would create the multiverse, correct? Right. So what's how does that correlate with what you what we found out in the Doctor Strange uh, movie where there is a shitload of other universes? Well, this is where we don't know exactly in the timeline when did Loki actually happen and when did the multiverse stuff actually happen? Right. Right. Yeah. So like it doesn't just just because Loki's season came out before Multiverse of Madness came out doesn't necessarily mean chronologically that's when these events happened. You so, well and, and and I think I remember something you know, about saying that, that they were supposed to come out in a different order, but wouldn't it logically fl- follow that you could not have the Doctor Strange movie 
before Loki, because before that happened, there wasn't a multiverse for their that movie to exist in. It would have to happen after the first season of Loki, where they kill the guy that has been preventing the multiverse from happening, basically. But then you have to remember that as part of these, you have, I don't know if they've introduced it yet, but like Wanda, for example, and I think Doctor Strange as well, they're supposed to be like Nexus beings mm-hmm. where they exist in all the universes, like the same version kind of thing. Hmm. And I guess they haven't done that yet because we saw a different No, I guess they didn't because Wanda inhabited another version of Wanda. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So they're not doing that in this. Okay. Never mind. That's or, or, or it, I, I'm also mixing it with my comic knowledge, right? So I have right. to remember they're doing things differently. <laughs> well, one theory I have is that I'm basically misunderstanding what Loki meant with what they're what the TSR is doing. Watching the show, I always got the impression, like you said, that there's the t- sacred timeline. So yeah. there's only one thing going on, but maybe the the sacred timeline is a bunch of universes where everything happens a certain way and a certain reason. So that that could be it too. And, and he's, and he's not even the main Loki, the main Loki's dead. He's a variant, right? Right. Exactly. Cause they said there's all these different variants and all these different variants last for a certain amount of points before that they they got removed. Cause maybe, maybe they are supposed to do there. And then then at a certain point they did something that they're not supposed to do for their part of the multiverse. I could be wrong. Yeah, because variants sure. are supposed to eventually get they're, they're supposed to get nullified eventually. So he's right. the variant, and his other variant girlfriend dating himself weird thing. So yeah, I I don't know. Otherwise, I'm, I'm confused with all of that. Yeah. Right, because otherwise they wouldn't. Otherwise, those different variants would not exist at all. Much like you know, uh, instead of in- existing to a point where they thought consider where the TSR considered that they were off course for what was supposed to happen. So maybe right. that's why there's a maybe so maybe there is a multiverse and the sacred timeline encompasses all of that. That's only that's the only thing I can guess for it to make sense to me, really. Yeah. So and then also overall for me, it's hard to get excited for whatever the next thing is coming up. Like I have no idea. Like phase one, you knew phase one was about infinity stones, and so that's easy enough to figure out. So and phase two was like aftermath of infinity stones. Right. And right. I'm still not sure what phase three is. And so what, you're talking three. about the fucking Marvel? Yeah. What else? It's Go the on, only guess. form of entertainment that there is. Hello, hello, Passive J. How are you, bro? I am excellent, sir. How are you doing today or this evening? No. Depending on where. No, I hope you're doing well. Evening for me, my friend. Well, fucking night time, nearly morning. <laughs> but uh, I hope, yeah, I hope you're doing all right, man. Uh, oh, yeah. What's the show great. about? I don't mean to jump straight. Well, I have jumped straight in, so I have. So, yeah. So, what's the show about? About what? Marvel. I loved them. Them episodes, man. They were amazing, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. We, we, uh, we're both semi nerds. So, uh, Marvel's a big uh, topic of ours. Mm. We were talking about, Go uh, on. The the Doctor Strange movie, the, the last one. Oh, I like the doc- yeah, yeah, the way that uh, they had to take it off him, the Chinese dude at the end. No, the, the bird at the end. Yeah, had to take it off the woman at the end, and it? The crystal or some shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so how have you been, one. sir? What's, what's new with you? Fuck all, mate. I'm good. I'm always good. Uh, how are you, man? 
So no, this is your show. Is this, I didn't know this was you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. we've been doing this one uh, fairly recently. Oh, you I think got this a is our good amount of followers. Go on, boy. <laughs> doing well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's a, it's a newer well, show. I'm gonna, uh, well, you know what? I'm not going to try and carry on. I'm going to shut the fuck up and let you carry on with your show. But I'll all just right. listen. All sure. right. Enough love, man. I hope you're sure. doing very well. Thanks. It's good, good talking to you, Caps. Yeah, there you, and there he goes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard for me to... Yeah, well, I was saying it's hard for me to know what to uh, get excited about for next because... I don't know what's happening, right? So now I'm just waiting for these movies to come out so I can figure out what the hell's going on. But I hope because of what happened in Multiverse of Madness, and it was a multiverse version, so who knows if it keeps. But if was this the introduction that they're finally going to try and do X Men? Oh yeah, they yeah finally they include X Men, right? And now I don't care, even though they got Krasinski for this one part. I do not care if they do another Fantastic Four. I never cared about Fantastic Four when I was reading the comics. All yeah. the movies were garbage. You know, I I watched the first two. I was hoping they got it together with Silver Surfer. They did not. And um, <laughs> I didn't watch the new, the newer one from that. The one that apparently was even worse. I didn't even bother with it. So I don't care about a new Fantastic Four. But, you know, having Patrick Stewart there, the yellow... Uh, floating well it's not a wheelchair floating chair right out of the 90s uh cartoon show was fantastic so yeah, yeah. i mean i hope they i hope they that means that they're willing to even think about doing x-men so. right no and i i agree with you on, on most of your points i'm also not interested in fantastic four uh when i was growing up and reading comic books uh, they always seem like more of the old school comics you know the, yeah. as opposed to the the newer more interesting ones basically from x i was an x-men iron man and some captain america uh, a specific run of captain america the basically the u.s agent series right right yeah i liked x-men spider-man and then as a teenager, I started getting into Spawn and Hellboy. And then mm. I just, any occult stuff, I went after that. <laughs> and yeah, I dipped right. back into Marvel. And then for DC, it had to be Batman or Batman, like the Bat family or all that kind of stuff. I didn't right. care about anybody else. And I still don't really in DC, like Flash and Superman and all that. I don't care about any of them. It's my only tie to dc the only thing that's interesting is is batman yeah yeah i, I was never interested in anything dc really um yeah. there's nothing wrong with batman but uh it's uh it's you know it's just not my thing yeah batman and wolverine are my two favorite superheroes I, used to I, own, I pretty much tied them i used to own wolverine number one oh back dude. back when back before it was really worth anything and the only reason i i uh, didn't yeah. have it for longer as my uh, brother stole it from me twice and sold it back to the comic book shop that I was buying it from. And I bought my own, com I own, bought my own comic book twice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Wolverine's <laughs> great. And he's Canadian. So that helps. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and God, hasn't it been funny watching, because, uh, you know, it's only made it into the movies once, but cartoon wise, uh, uh, Wolverine's been portrayed a whole bunch of times over the years for the different X-Men series. And it's been hilarious uh, how different, you know, animation companies interpreted what Wolverine should sound like. 
Oh, for sure. And then if you get into um, the uh, the anime movies that were done and what they dub him with, his dubbed voice is even stranger. There's an X-Men anime series, um, I think from the early 2000s or something. I don't know if it's still on Netflix. But what they dubbed him with for, is just real weird. <laughs> but then you look at the <laughs> 90s cartoon and like, I don't know how that guy's throat didn't explode the way he talked. So, yeah. <laughs> and all yeah, every I, tonight's, I, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. The, yeah. The, the, yeah they're, blah, 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 blah. But it was oh, a higher and, pitch. It was strange. Yeah. <laughs> and there's way more yelling than there would be in real life. In real life, I don't think I've ever heard anyone scream incoherently at me as they attack oh. me. <laughs> But he's the Wolverine. He's an animal. He's angry. Canadian. <laughs> when Canadians get angry, it's not pretty. So don't push them because that's what happens. <laughs> it takes a uh, lot. But man, when they get there. It's, it, yeah. Almost none of them have tried any Canadian accent at all. And there is a Canadian accent. And it's surprising. Like, you don't really have a Canadian accent as far as I'm concerned. You sound, to me, you sound American. Yeah. Um, yeah. I definitely don't have the thicker ones. Um and that's probably just because I've been pretty much uh, in and around Toronto. Uh, right. If if not, I haven't like I've lived in Toronto. I've lived outside of Toronto my whole life. So right. It's that, so, that that's the melting pot city. So I don't have a specific kind of. I don't know if it's more of a rural thing. Not necessarily that, but there's more of an accent. I would say the quintessential Canadian accent on the East End where I am now. You probably find well, it more there. Maybe Newfoundland is a heavier one, but yeah. Well, and you'll get a mix uh, sometimes in almost any city. Uh, as you know, I live in, in the Detroit area. Uh, so, you know, we have uh, Canada right across the river from us. And I'm drawing a blank on yeah. the name of it. Oh, Windsor. Yeah, Windsor, Ontario. And oh, yeah, in Windsor, Windsor, Ontario, Ontario, you'll hear people that sound just like me, which would make sense because they live like, a mile away from where I am. <laughs> kind of, I mean, more than exactly, you get yeah. the point that I'm making. It's the same exact region. Why would it sound any different? But then you also have people right. that have a, a really thick Canadian accent. <laughs> and yeah. I, I, I've, I've had conversations with them before. You know, they'll be over here doing whatever to do in Detroit because it's a bigger city than, the, than Windsor. And they'll have this thick Canadian accent. I'm like, where do you live? Oh, I live in Windsor. I'm like, so you live like four miles from me <laughs> and you sound <laughs> that much different than me? This is fucking crazy town. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> You sound like Bob and Doug McKenzie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and you're literally a half hour drive from me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I it's weird. I, I think it's just like anything. It's just a dialect kind of thing. But I don't know. It all depends. Yeah. But yeah, like I say, in Toronto, it's a melting pot city. So nobody has the specific accent, I wouldn't say. Right. Oh, my favorite thing to do to them, they'd be like... Uh... Uh, I'm like, where are you from? Uh, they're like, oh, Windsor. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I live just north of you guys. What? What are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, I live north of you guys. And they're like, you can't live north of us. We're in Canada. I'm like, yeah, go look at the map, buddy. Yep. <laughs> it, 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 Canada curves around at that point. And our and Detroit, when you when you cross from Detroit to Windsor, you're actually going from north to south. Uh, yeah. So, uh, which. Uh, Confuses people geographically speaking, but uh, I was yeah. Was like, after Ontario, it. it gets all weird and curve and curvy. The more east you get, <laughs> yeah, I would imagine so. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, looking at the time, it's almost uh, that time. You got anything you want to talk about oh, before we go. get out of here? We can always run over if we need to. If you got subjects you want that you need to get off your chest, you know. 
Uh, no, uh, pretty much the terrifying hurricane. That luckily didn't affect me all that much. That was my big uh, story of the week. Right. Um, a friend of mine sent me an extra switch. Hmm. We can save Back that for next week. Bit. So now there we go. I said uh, a friend of mine sent me um, an extra switch that they didn't need. So that was nice. Switch. So now, now I'm knee deep in uh, yeah, Nintendo Switch. Oh, Nintendo yeah. Switch. I was trying to figure out why someone would send Nintendo you a Switch. stick intended for beating people. Yeah. I am 100% going, okay, why do you need a Switch? Do you have yes, to discipline my friend's a coming child? to visit me from Kentucky, and they're going to beat my ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that makes they, way they, more sense, yeah. They had an extra, I should have said Switch Lite. Uh, they had an extra Switch Lite lying around, so they sent that to me. So now I'm knee deep in Breath of the Wild, the Legend of Zelda game. Oh, so cool. I only ever wanted to play that game, so I wasn't going to buy an entire system for one game. I couldn't I couldn't justify it. So Right. Same reason I didn't buy an Xbox just for Forza. Yeah, exactly, right? So they had an extra one lying around. So I gave them some money for it. I couldn't let them, you know. I said, Well, what's a used one go for? And then they said, Give us that because uh, they were just saying cover they're in Kentucky, so they said just cover shipping. But uh, yeah, they sent it out, and I bought uh, Breath of the Wild, and yeah, so coolio. You'll have to give us a review of it next week. My free time is this game. Well, I grew up on Zelda games. Zelda was my first RPG game, right? So I've uh-huh. been playing Zelda since the original uh, NES. So yeah, cool. All right. Well, we will talk about that next week. You know what? We've reached a point where this is at least a a semi-official show. Uh, Maybe we should let the people know how they can get a hold of us if they want to comment or uh, make fun of us or whatever. Well, Twitter is probably the fastest way. I'm Mm -hmm. Risen72 on there. R-I-S-E-N 72, the numbers. And uh, I'm also I'm on Instagram, but really I only ever promote my charity that I do and my actual other show that I'm on, which is a wrestle, uh, show that talks talks wrestling. So you'll mostly see me promoting those things, okay. or quoting something I found funny. That's it. Hey, there's an idea. <laughs> what what's the what's your fucking wrestling show, dude? Come on, for me, you get if you're doing shit, you got to promote it. Say I do a wrestling <laughs> show, and that was the end of it. You weren't going to say shit, huh? No, what's the name of your wrestling show? It's uh, Ringside Heat, and you can actually find it on Spotify. We've been doing it for over a year. Um, So if you're on Spotify, you can search on there. Everything is podcast. We do the show. We tape the show, and then it it goes onto a radio station every weekend. But uh, the episodes are turned into podcasts that you can listen to on Spotify. So Ringside Heat. Right. And if you want to get a hold of me, you can find me on Twitter. I'm Passive J. Uh, I've also done other podcasts in the past. Uh, you can currently find one called Other Ground Live. Uh, we have over 300 episodes on Spotify and iTunes, so it's not hard to find. Uh, other than that, we will be back next week to do this shit all over again. Uh, anything left? Uh, just not the hurricane over again, but we can do the show again. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I guess we're out of here. You guys have yourself a great day. Come on, I want ending music. Play. Oh. That's not good ending music. <laughs> okay, yeah. Oh, come on. That's not good ending music at all. Your phone's been right, going this whole night. episode. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> all right, you guys have a great night. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.